Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody, welcome to the sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. We're getting deep into April now. We Ooh, are. Oh my god, so deep. Yeah, we're knee deep into the April town. I've given up on April Fool's jokes. Yeah, that's good. It's about oh time. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it I've been playing them. So many of them around the sports, sports, sports podcast office. Yeah, office, office yeah. over the last you know few weeks. Yeah, Gene moved into the studio, studio, studio because he was sick of you doing it in the office, office, office. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And then our figure skating correspondent and gambling correspondent both moved in there with Gene because yeah. they were just sick yeah. of your sick of your shit. And they just have nothing else to do. Oh, it's just good, clean fun. You know, I don't, I don't know why they're making it out to be anything. Was else. it good, clean fun, Phil? No, I were was any really of the dirty. pranks good, clean? No, fun? No, especially not the one where you put cellophane over the toilet seat. And when I pooped, it mushed up in my butt. <laughs> that was, that good. was not clean. That was fun. good, clean gross. fun. That was dirty, dirty fun. That's gross. Do you, you know, know how, how many wipes I had to do? Like, oh, I bet a million. Yeah, a million wipes. What about oh what about when so, I cut your so brake waste. lines, Jordan? So, that, that was dangerous. That was terrifying. Good, yeah. clean, fun. That, I rear-ended the back clean, of the building. Fun. I ran into it. Good, clean, fun. No, just awful. What's the point in having three studios if we can't crash somebody's car into one of them? This is awful. My insurance is People need to now, donate man. to patreon.com slash sports number three podcast to replace <laughs> to that pay, studio. To pay for all of the damage that yeah, was done. We're fundraising. We need $1,000 to fix it. clean, fun. Ugh. March Madness update, watch update. March Madness update, watch update. Brought to you by... Still boxes, use boxes, love boxes, buy boxes. 12-year-old boys bracket ties for first place in ESPN's tournament challenge. Wow. Subheadline, ESPN being a real dick about it. Really? Ooh, that's yeah. not cool. Sam Holtz, sixth grader from Lake Zurich, Illinois, is tied with one other person... Out of 11.5 million entries, right for first place. Wow, with Ooh. 800. Oh, sorry, 1830 points. 1830 points. He 183 blew- points. If you're not being weird like ESPN and just adding a zero arbitrarily, well, makes he, it sound more impressive. He picked Duke to win, and thus is probably a bad person. Yeah, I lo- <laughs> actually looked at his bracket on ESPN. It's a thing of beauty because just yeah. so much green. You know, like most of yeah. our brackets now, like when you oh, log yeah. in, it's just it's like the fucking red wedding. Right. right. It's awful. To the first oh, Game of Thrones. Oh, I know. Last week. Jordan oh, has God. so many Game of Thrones references. So great. Oh, so good. Um, but uh, no, and it's just so great to look at his bracket. It's just it's just all it's just he, he got he missed five teams in the first round. Okay. He missed two in the second round. Perfect the rest of the way. Wow. Wow. Yeah, right? Pretty fucking impressive. It means whoever yeah. this kid is, he believed in Michigan State more than I did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and well, he's he... smarter than you. That's the other thing. Is like you don't know that. No, he took that's this probably test. true. But this you is don't essentially know an that. IQ test, and he did better than you. Reporting from ABC News explicitly stated that he was smarter than you, Joel. Yeah. God damn it. He said it feels really like exciting, and I feel pretty cool right now for winning it because it's a really hard thing to do. He must get like a cool prize for winning. 
Well, ESPN, they have the, that well, thing where it's like win the tournament. He's too young. You get, like, Here's the thing. The, the grand prize to be awarded is a $20,000 Best Buy gift card. I'd, awesome. I'd take it. All okay. the, imagine what you could buy when you were 12 and you still wanted stuff from Best Buy. A trip for two to the Maui, Jim Maui, Invitational College Basketball Tournament in Hawaii okay. next November. So nice. probably not take his mom and not his girlfriend because he's 12. But, you know, still pretty that, cool. That's the showcase. Yeah. What, what would you value this at? Uh, let's see, twenty thousand dollar gift card. I would plus uh, the trip to Hawaii. Plus trip uh, to Hawaii for Phil's uh, pretty good at this to go to a basketball tournament. I would say tw- twenty six thousand. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twenty four. It is twenty nine thousand nine hundred. Now here's the thing: they choose the winner from for the grand prize from a random drawing. From the top one percent of entries. Okay. This is because as a broadcast partner of the NCAA, they cannot give away cash, <laughs> and a winner uh, chosen must include a random element. Right. So they can't oh, just do yeah. it by like skill or picking it. So yikes. So despite actually tying for first place, he has the same is the same shot as the guy who came in forty first. That kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah that's kind of sucks, but it gets worse. Couldn't oh. we even just give it lip service and be like, if there's not a tie for first, we'll randomly draw from a combination of first and second? Like, it seems like, wouldn't it be No, Joel, they, just... they thought of that, and the NCAA lawyer said no. <laughs> they thought of every possible Joel workaround, and each time the NCAA's lawyer said no. Those fucking yeah. lawyers. This is, lawyers go to school for, like, four years just to learn Joel Anderson workarounds. Yep. And to say no. Yeah, to yeah. say no. To say no to all to of them. Preempt, that's, yeah. that's what legalese and all these yeah. documents, they're preempting the workarounds. Yeah. Uh, the contest, it gets worse. The contest has a minimum age requirement of 18 years old. That is uh, fucking bullshit. Just missed it. He entered the challenge. He's 12. He yep. didn't really just. Just missed it. He entered the challenge using an email address that belongs to his dad, Butch Holtz, with his dad's consent. Give it to Butch then. Right, right. Well, here's, he goes, yeah. this is Sam again. I was just talking to ESPN. And they said I'm underage and can't get any of the prize. They said they might send me some goodies, though, even though I entered under my dad's consent, which I'm pretty irritated about. Ooh, and it's hard to get over stuff when you're that age. Big word for a 12-year-old. Yeah, why can't they just give his dad the prize? Why can't the prize yeah. go to the owner of the email address? Right, it should. Um, They're mean. I don't like the yeah, NCAA that, that anymore. that doesn't make any sense. He continues, for ESPN, I came in first, and this was a rare thing that you can rarely get. And I still don't get anything, and I think I deserve something out of it. Even if it's just like an Xbox or something. ESPN's his favorite website, and yeah. all he wants is an Xbox, you guys. Yeah. Is that so much to ask? Well, I think this is another chance for people to say, these fucking entitled millennials. <laughs> they beat out 11.5 million other people in a contest, and they feel they deserve an Xbox for it? Gimme, 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 me, me, me. What he should do is just have a crowdfunding campaign. I'm sure people would... That would totally work. Actually, would totally work. People, people will crowdfund anything. Just be like, I got screwed out of a prize. They will Get send the kid Xbox. to Hawaii. Yeah, or yeah. give him an Xbox, yeah. yeah. The 12-year-old said that his second favorite website, Brazzers, for which he nice. also uses his dad's email address, yeah. with consent, of course, would never do something like this no, to him. No, Brazzers gives you everything for free. Any, It's a wonderful site. <laughs> Um, this type of behavior from ESPN will likely Sam well on his way to having the same love hate relationship all sports have with uh, sports fans have with ESPN. Yep, right. Which boils down to why can't you be more like Brazzers, <laughs> right? Or just every website. Yeah. Every website should just be Brazzers. Be Brazzers. Yeah. 
Um, he, he, this was his advice when they asked Sam his advice on, on winning your March Madness pool. Just pick the team you like and pick whoever you want. You never know what's going to happen in March Madness, so just pick the teams you really like. That makes it sound so, random. So this, this kid's a Duke fan. No, actually, I he, officially don't feel. I was going to say his favorite team. They said was Michigan State and some some other one. Duke may have been in there, but he oh. named like four of his favorite teams. Are the one he watches the most. It might oh, have nice. been his Final Four. Right back on his side. He also added, "Oh, and read the contest rules first. Ooh. Oh, sad sauce. March Madness update. Watch update. March Madness update. Watch update. Brought to you by boxes. Boxes won't screw you out of a prize. Boxes gives you all the prizes. Congratulations! It's another box. Now, I know you guys are going to yell at me again, but I am sorry. These boxes are definitely closer than they were last oh, week. Oh, no, I, I actually brought some in. I mean, yeah. maybe it's the power of advertising. Well, no, like that last week, yeah. I ran out. I went to Costco, actually. Mm-hmm. Got a bunch of stuff. They give you a box when you walk out yeah, with it. Right. I thought I can use these for recyclables or taking yeah, just, stuff to Goodwill. And I, just, I didn't like my chair anymore, so I decided to just sit on a box because it's now, better guys, for the core. Guys, we can't. I can't yeah, even, it is better. You know what? I'm going to switch out for a box next I week. Can't, I can't even see the walls of the studio anymore. We have to move boxes out of the way to access the door. You're being a real box set about I, this, yeah, Joel. I'm I'm say, knock gonna, it off, I'm you baghead. <laughs> really yeah, you bet you use bags for things. Really concerned that boxes might have a more devious What purpose. are you boxing about, Joel? <laughs> Come on. People Why put boxes keep... on their heads to look like cool robots. People put bags on their heads out of shame. Yeah, and they kill themselves with it. That sounds like propaganda straight from the box council, Jordan. Is that a, what's on the show? What's in the show today? Box, box. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, box be with you. That stuff Bo- and concerns also me. Is all I'm saying. What do we have in the show this week? We have Dale. Yeah, we've got Dale. <laughs> Dale. <laughs> we, do we have a last name? For Dale, Dale? Gephardt. Dale yep. Gephardt. Dale okay. Gephardt is uh, Kentucky sent seven yep. of their basketball players. Seven players declared for the NBA. Draft. They're going wow. to the NBA draft. Dale Gephardt is the only remaining player on the team from now until the new recruits come oh, in. That's too fall. bad. I know. So he's the so, only remaining Kentucky Wildcats. So we have him on the show to talk about like what it's like to be the only okay, player left. To be left behind like Kurt Cameron. Just, him and him and John Calamari. Hashtag <laughs> athlete food puns <laughs> slash box. What? What was that? Hashtag what? box. Yeah, hashtag box box. Also we have on the show we have uh we oh, do we have a wide world we, of weird sports? You're goddamn right we do. All and right. uh, do we have a news, news, news? I believe we do. We never news. ask about that, but of course we do. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> and I believe we have features from Joel's phone. That'll be fun. Wait, what's features from Joel's phone? Let's see. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. 100-year-old Japanese woman sets world swimming record. What? What? Subheadline. Guinness Book of World Records, much less exclusive these days. Yeah, there's everybody's got a this world record. This has got to be super embarrassing for Michael Phelps. Ever since he they works let women out in. so much, yeah. and he gets beaten by a 100 year old woman. Well, he didn't get beat by her. She set a record. Yeah, which he, record was he? He has his own record. The yeah. 400 IM, the 200 free. Miko Nagoka. That sounds right. Miko Nagoka yeah, check, became check with the Phil first about how to pronounce the cent- name centenarian. To complete the 15-meter freestyle. Wow. I'm sorry, you say 50? Or oh, sorry, 1,500. 1,500 okay. Mitra freestyle. Oh, previous 100-year-olds. Like That's pretty impressive. Uh, previous 100-year-olds attempting the feat had all stopped for a nap before the 1,000-meter mark and drowned. Oh, yeah, if you nap <laughs> in water. 
It's not See, good. That's like the old saying: if you it's nap in water, bad. you're a dead fish. It's an it's an old saying. Only hundred year olds yeah. will remember oh that. Oh my one. gosh, you're so Midwestern. Yeah. That is such a Midwestern. It's, it's, a, it's a lot it more is. artful in the original Norwegian. Yeah, yeah. Um, she did it in an hour, sixteen minutes. Jeez, <laughs> take your time. Finishing as the sole competitor in the 100 to 104 year old category in a short course pool in western japan do you guys know why that's super disappointing why as i swim that in well i did before my shoulder got hurt but i think my fastest time was like a little under 40 minutes the 100 year old lady i'm only beaten by 20 minutes yeah no no 36 because she was 76 minutes an hour 16 minutes still though i you're still, a much larger you're still gap. an old woman. Yeah, I'm still yeah. not comparable in a way that I would like to be. No, you're pathetic. Yeah. So yeah. She, she's the sole competitor in the 100 to 104 years old category. Yep. There was to be a second participant, but Nagoka's coach felt the other competitor looked suspicious and wasn't being entirely honest when he said he didn't, quote, remember his age. Mm. What? Once a birth certificate was produced, it was concluded that at 106 years old, he was too old for that age bracket and would have to compete in the far more competitive 105 to 109 grouping. He was also diagnosed with dementia. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, he should be in the 105 to dead category. <laughs> it seems like eventually they should just the old cut it off dead. Yeah, the old 100 to 104 is really, they've always called it the donut hole. That If you can slip in there, you know, it's 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 really competitive. What do the, they call it? I don't like you talking about 100-year-olds no, with their donut no. holes. Like the Medicare donut hole. Oh, that sounds ne- disgusting. Never mind. Uh, so that's yeah. how you get free health care. I roll. Nagoka is not new to swimming. She took up the sport 20 years ago when she was 80. Wow. (laughs) In age, most seniors take up a different type of stroke. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best April Fool's joke ever. Thank you. Um, (laughs) She said, I want to swim until I'm 105 if I can live that long. Uh, she's sad. Well, Jesus. she's a, she, she's a, she's an old Japanese woman. She's swimming at a hundred. It's entirely plausible. She's immortal. Yeah, she might be. She might be a Highlander. Uh, her achievement is expected to be recognized by the Guinness book of world records, or it is now known as, Hey weirdos do something weird and get two sentences in a book that your uncle will buy to keep in his bathroom at his hunting cabin. It's a much longer title, much longer, less title. ring to it. Uh, though the world, uh, this was a world record for someone her age. She was off the global pace. Global pace, fifteen minutes twenty eight seconds. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's about one fifth of Nagoka's time. But who's, the person who said it was an American eighteen year old, one fifth her age. Show off. Yeah. yeah. Nagoka published a book last year titled. Any guesses on the title of her book? Swimming with the Dead. You're close. Huh? What? Huh? Name of the book. It's translated to English. I'm a hundred years old and the world's best active swimmer. That's very literal. Very literal. Calling out Mike Phelps. Joel's book, I'm 33. I like to argue and masturbate. (laughs) Yep. That's very literal as well. (laughs) I am not finished with it yet. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I keep getting interrupted. Uh, I keep having, every time I turn in pages to my editor, we go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then when he finally gives me notes back, I have trouble getting to him because then I head back home and. You know, it's not important. I get it. <laughs> There's a bunch of elderly Japanese who are enjoying longer and healthier lives as the country ages. This includes sprinter Hidekiki Mazizaka, who was 103 when he banged up the world record for the 100-meter dash in the 100, 100 to 104 age category. Yeah. Wow. thirty Just under 30 seconds. Who's uh, who's winning the uh, MMA 100 to 104 bracket? <laughs> I don't 
Um, I'd watch that. The fans watching. I was going to say, I think Mike Trout would agree. The fans win that. That's true. Oh, man, because they can can keep hitting them when they're down on the ground. Yeah. And they're mostly down on the ground. Armbar. Armbar snap. Oh. For first-time listeners, Joel has a really old phone. Okay. And therefore, I would like to go over Joel's phone features. What, what are you? What are you even talking about? We went on CNET and we found out features of your phone. Oh, CNET's a great consumer it's review a consumer website. Consumer review website. Yeah, we had to go through the paper archives <laughs> to find Joel's phone. We because, submitted a sassy, a self-addressed stamped envelope. Yeah, exactly. To get the, <laughs> we actually uh, a lot of people, a lot of the fans have been tweeting at us, being like, Joel's phone can't be that bad, and we just wanted to clear the air. So you really know. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's yeah. talk about my perfectly functional phone that is absolutely working out the samsung sch-u 430 or the four thirds as the cool kids call it uh when this uh piece of paper was written or uh, carved into a, a stone wall it was at an affordable 79 dollars if you pay full price but you get it for free with a two-year Verizon contract. It's a good deal. I, I got it for free. There, show off. Did you get it for free because you found it in the bottom of a drawer? No. Okay. I went to turn. the Verizon store. I asked them for the cheapest, least fancy phone that they had, yep. and this is what they gave me. Uh, there's actually a link on the CNET site that says, to find accessories for this phone, see our cell phone ringtones and accessories guide. <laughs> you have to buy ringtones. <laughs> I never did. That'd be too snazzy. Uh, and don't get me wrong. When this phone came out, ringtones were not uh, songs or MP3s. It's described... They were songs. They were just played with beat music. No, that's not what it was called. Back then, it was called polyphonic ringtones. Yeah. It was like... Have you ever heard of an 8-bit Nintendo before? Of course you haven't, because you're from this generation. It's that kind of music. It's MIDI. It was like... Alright, this is CNET bragging about its design. Boom. The CHU430, or four thirds as the cool kids call it, has a generic flip phone design and comes in basic black. They use the word generic and basic to sell it. Uh, there's nothing particularly striking about its design, but it's not unattractive either. Boom. Hear that, guys? That's the not, nicest thing not that not it's a double negative. Uh, at 3.67 inches tall, like my dick, uh, and <laughs> 1.85 inches wide, which much wider than my dick, and 0.78 inch deep, I can't, don't have a joke for that, and weighing 3.21 ounces, the... Four thirds is compact and portable. Boom. The plastic skin feels a tad cheap, but the hinge is sturdy. <laughs> I can I can confirm hinge in fact, yes, very sturdy, and even if the plastic skin feels cheap, yeah, still going strong. That's how they described children born in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> the skin is cheap, but the hinge is sturdy. He will be a hard worker. Um, the phone has a solid feel in the hand. Like my um, The one-inch <laughs> exterior uh, display supports 65,000 colors at a uh, 96 by 96 pixels. Boom. I, there's not that many colors. I want to put this in perspective. Okay. Almost every screen you've seen for the past 10 years has literally millions of colors <laughs> and has a resolution of at least like 720 by 1080. 
Really? This is 96 pixels? by 96 pixels. This is like Mario can barely be drawn. <laughs> Old Mario. <laughs> Uh, and it shows all the information you'll need. This is an old article. <laughs> it does. It has the time. Well, that's the thing. You can see the date, time, battery life, signal strength, and phone caller ID. <laughs> yeah, I know who's calling. And that's like the hair up your ass thing that they have. Misty Mountains in the background, by the way. Unless you want to pay sixty-five thousand. Well, colors. if you pay ninety-nine cents, you can get another wallpaper. But I didn't. I didn't want to do that. I don't blame this is you. A great wallpaper. Uh, it also works as a viewfinder for the camera lens, which sits oh. just above the screen. It has a camera. I was informed that they did not have a phone that didn't have a camera when I got it. It's a mine. Polaroid. I used that joke before. <laughs> uh, below the display is a thin speaker. Yep, for the ringtone. Right. Um, you know what? Let's let's skip ahead to the uh, kind of advanced features. We've done a lot of design. Uh, the uh, four thirds phone book holds five hundred contacts. That's a yeah, lot. That's so much text. I just recently filled it up. I've had yeah. the phone for like eight years now, and I just, just hit my 500 contacts, so I had to go back and delete some. It has room in each entry for five phone numbers, two electronic mail addresses, and notes. And usually I'm just using it for the one number. Yeah. So it's, this is this is really more phone than I need. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, basic features include voice dialing. Text and multimedia messaging. Never use the voice dialing. A calendar, a calculator, a stopwatch, the a world clock, yep. a notepad, all and an alarm clock. I write Wait, all in the on notepad. the same phone? All in one phone. Yeah. You'll also find Bluetooth, instant messaging, voice dialing, a voice memo, web-based POP3 email, and support for Verizon's VZ Navigator, which is their operating system. <laughs> I have not used any of those features. Oh, man. It has text messaging, SMS services. It has intelligent typing with T9, which is the one where you have to hit each button ten times in order to get to the one you want. It's E911 compliant, which means that you can do an emergency call for free. Boom. Uh, Text-to-speech text recognition. Ooh, I don't buy that do for a second. I should, I should try that at some point. Uh, do you know how many um, different tones the polyphonic ringtone can do? Probably. 72. Oh, yeah, that? slightly less than a piano, but more than <laughs> Mariah Carey, probably. No, she's got a six-octave voice. Yeah, six times seven, 42, Joel. An octave's got 12 semitones. Fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, it's got a power adapter. Oh, oh, this is my favorite. Software plat- software platform supported. Ooh, what are Which they? is what programming language? Just one. Brew. Binary <laughs> runtime environment for wireless. It was a, a thing that you could do so you could have like 200 kilobyte applications. It was like the TI-85 programming language <laughs> for phones. Oh my god. So I guess what you're saying is it's retro. It's like that person who gets like a like an original Atari and plays multi-language it. menu. Yep. Dialed calls memory twenty. They can remember the past twenty <laughs> dialed calls. <laughs> if you called me twenty people ago, I received still calls memory twenty. You Boom. get twenty received calls. Uh, talk time up to three hundred minutes. Three hundred. Jesus Christ. Sensor resolution point three pixels. That's te- Joel. Your phone is terrible. 
Hey, go to patreon.com slash sports number three podcast. Donate money so Joel can get a new phone. You didn't even get to the best part. It saves up to 80 text messages that I've received. This ended up being a horribly sad segment. Joining us now on the podcast, uh, Kentucky University basketball team. Basketball team. Yeah. Uh, Dale Gephardt. Hey, guys. How's it, how's it going, Dale? Hey, Dale. Hey, it's good to talk to people again. <laughs> yeah. It says here, you are a small forward. I'm a mm-hmm. small forward on a basketball team of one sigh. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you you did have great teammates. You had Carl yeah. Anthony Towns, Carl Willie Cauley-Stein, Devin Booker, Devin Trey Lyles, Bo- <laughs> uh, Carey Johnson, yeah. uh, the Harrison brothers, Andrew and Aaron. Oh, they all the declared brothers. for the NBA draft. Sigh. Sigh. <laughs> so they're going to go to the draft. and They're going to go to the NBA. Yeah. And here I am, Dale Gephardt. Alone again. I'm sorry. I mean, they'll... Sigh. Okay. There will be players that come in the fall. In the fall. That's a long time to be alone. Well, why don't you just talk... Walk us a little bit, Dale, through through what things are like. I had practice this morning. Oh, uh, uh, what's practice like? It was a lot of bouncing the ball. Saying, hey, bounce pass. Bouncing the ball. And then retrieving the ball by my lonesome. That's terrible. Uh, where's uh, what about what John Calipari, the the team's coach? Is he is he not at these practices? No, he's with the other guys training him for the NBA. Oh. Says it's good for the school, well, and what's good for the really school good. is good for the players they'll someday have. Yeah, I imagine he's probably out recruiting too, bringing in probably a new crop finding of new people, one and done talent, forgetting about the old horse he has back. <laughs> I wanted to shoot free throws, but I didn't have anyone to foul me. Oh, sigh! You could have just you could have just went to the free throw line yourself and you know just practice for a little bit. I did. Yeah, I shot one ball, but then I had to go pick up the ball by myself, which is hard to do when your drooping head is pointing towards the ground <laughs> and you're shuffling the feet, kicking all the cans that get in your way. I'm, I'm sorry, Dale. Yeah. I had no idea that the Kentucky's nice, beautiful training facilities had, had cans strewn about the. Ground. I can hear the echoes of my own weeping <laughs> in the large cavernous gym. In the large yeah. cavernous gym. Well, Dale, what about? I mean, Do you guys want to play a little one-on-two? I mean, I don't know if we can. We're, we're in the we're, middle, we're of, a the middle of, of, of a podcast. That's what everybody's been saying. They're all in the middle of a podcast. You're right. Are they all doing Sigh. podcasts about their multi-million dollar contracts that they're going to sign? I think that the sight of my lonely face depresses them. All right. Well, well, Dale, though, I mean, you, you recently were I on... can dribble the ball through my legs, but there's nobody to tell me it's cool. <laughs> oh, hey, I think that's really cool, yeah. Dale. I can't You're just the... saying that no, because I'm No, Joel sad. can't dribble the ball through his legs. I can't dribble the ball through... I think that's a really cool thing you can do. Thanks. What but I f- know that you're just saying that because I'm on suicide watch. Sigh. Oh, hey. They had to take all the sharp objects out of the gym, including the few fan posters that were put up for the other players that are gone now. 
Well, hey, why don't we focus on the positive? You just came off a team that uh, you know lost in the the national semifinals, but went thirty seven and one before that. It was a good. It's you know what yeah. you know what I remind myself of the guy that got to get laid by so many women in high school, but now he works at a Cracker Barrel. That's me. I'm the basketball version of working at a Cracker Barrel. Sorry. I thought for a second you were going to be the basketball version of a Cracker Barrel, and I was going to be really, really lost in the analogy. No, yeah. the court is my Cracker Barrel. I'm the lonely fry cook that forgot that everyone told it wasn't closing time until I got up and looked around. But are you keeping in touch with your teammates, your old friends who were in the I've left them many messages. Oh, you know they're 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 busy. They're yeah, busy. They got, they they got, got the podcasts, draft. playing basketball with other people. Yeah, but hey, not being alone. Do you think? Do you do you in some way think that? Wow, my my helping them, my practicing with them, made them the great future NBA talent that they are. Yeah. You know what? I didn't think about it that way. As I scream into the mirror that I punched to see the shattered version of myself. Sigh. Wait, was that a conditional yeah, or wait? Wow, what what was is, the tense of that verb there? Is this something you this have is done? Very apocalyptic. This is now. something I'm doing. You're, you're doing. You are actively. You're gonna. You're punching mirrors. I'm a college basketball player actively, and I punch mirrors yeah. actively. Well, Dale, how are? I mean, there's obviously tens of thousands of other students at University of Kentucky. How are your your classes and other extracurriculars? They have a tendency to whisper behind my back, but I know what they're saying. Hey, there's the guy that used to play on a basketball team, and now he plays one-on-none. That's, that's a really mean thing for college kids to say. You yeah. think you'd think college kids would be over such juvenile, you know, teasing. kids can be so cruel. Yeah. Including me to myself. Well, wait, how Jeez. are you cruel to yourself, Dale? You shouldn't be doing that. Do you know what it's like to be alone all day, every day? Well, not all day, Joel, every day. I'm, do I'm... you know what it's like to be, we smell our own Joel. No, that's... We smell our own. <laughs> Sigh. It's just not it looks like you guys At least I out. can play basketball with myself. I have, I have plenty of friends. I'm socially awkward. I used to go to parties with my teammates, and lots of people would say, Hey, look, it's the basketball team. And now they see me and say, Hey, look, a lonely, lonely <laughs> guy. Sigh. Well, I mean, Sigh. oh no, 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 don't, don't cry, Sigh. Dale, Dale. Don't. Oh no, it feels so good to have somebody actually concerned that I'm crying. No, but Dale, just, just uh, I mean, wrap up this semester. My this therapist week. told me that it was too sad and kicked me out. Oh god. Oh wow, that's Sigh. not a very good therapist. No, and, no. and and I feel terrible about this. My parents made me put a box over my head so they didn't have to look at my sad hey, that face. Box is fun though. Boxes used to be fun when I would play with my friends over on the head, basketball not, not team. Over, not a bag? A what? Not a bag? A what? <laughs> you don't know what a bag is? Anyway, I'm I don't really... have anyone to tell me these things. Like what these bajas are. I'm really sorry that you're crying, and I'm, and I'm great that and I'm glad that we could help you out and be a sympathetic ear. But we have to we have to ask you to leave. We got to continue out with the podcast. Uh, we really hope you the best. No, yeah. it's fine. I had stuff to do, anyways. JK LOL. I'm going to go listen to the ball bounce inside of the echoey stadium that I used to call my playpen. Okay.
All right. Inside. So we'll go ahead All and right. just validate your parking and send you on your way here. Hey, is anyone using this knife? Yes. Okay. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide world of weird sports. What's weird? This week's wide world of weird sports, worm charming. Worm charming. Worm charming. Worm charming. It's not a charming worm. It's worm charming. Does this involve playing an oboe until the worms... Worm charming, or... Worm grunting or worm fiddling. These are all these are all things that Joel does on a regular basis. Aha! His is called uh, cobra charming though, or because he's got a, a boa constrictor. A charming. Boa constrict- yeah, okay. it chokes people. All right. Uh, our methods of attracting earthworms from the ground. The activity is usually performed to collect bait for fishing, but can also take the form of a competitive sport. No. Okay. How? Yep. As a skill and profession, worm charming uh, is now very rare, with the art being passed through generations that ensure that it survives. That's how culture survives. I'm going to skip kip down to skip down to competitive worm charming. In most com- competitions, the fiddlers... Bleh, bleh, I'm a fiddler. Fiddlers? Do they play the violin until worms come out of the ground? Yeah, I believe they play the fiddle. Yeah. Excuse uh, me. Have I ever told you the story about the time that the devil came up from the ground and then said that I had to charm worms or else they'd take my soul? He was no. in a bind. He was yeah. short on time. He was looking to make a deal. Exactly. You know, if you if you challenge him to a fiddling contest and beat him, you don't have to do that, Phil. Yeah. Then you get a worm made of gold. Yeah. Why uh, didn't you do that? I don't know. In most competitions, the fiddlers with the uh, with the collector or collectors of the most worms in a set time are declared as the winners. They usually have a zone in which to perform their charming, measuring three yards square. This sounds really ridiculous to me. Yeah, maybe it is. Like, it, it sounds like they do this for fun, but I don't, like, like it, you just, the guy who gets lucky enough to have more worms come out of the ground wins. Is it any crazier than a chicken in the bread pan picking out dough? <laughs> Granted, does your dog butt, no child, no. <laughs> uh, one of the first worm charming events took place in a school fete in Williston County Primary School in Williston, Cheshire another british thing in england the world worm charming championship started in 1980 and is now an annual event that celebrates the sport it was argued organized by then deputy headmaster john bailey who wrote the original rules of the competition out of boredom The current world record was established in June 29th, 2009 by a 10 year old named sophie smith of williston england what's the record uh, uh, she raised uh, uh, 567 worms. What the fuck? Yep. During Britain's World Worm Charming Championship. 
probably just rained the day before. I was going to yeah. say, like, how, how much of that is the plot of before? land you get? Yeah. Like, oh, uh, look at her. She got the piece of plum side. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those damn ten-year-old girls getting all the plum it's sauce. It's hard to call it a a a competitive sport when a ten-year-old is the world record. Right, holder. right, yeah. Rules of the British and European Federation of Worm Charmers include. Let me repeat that: the British and European Federation of Worm Charmers, which means that there are probably other nations who have their own federations that disagree on rules enough <laughs> that they have to set up their own federations. Don't get me started on Brazilian worm charming. Yeah. It's- it's like it's a completely different sport. But they have a plot no greater than three metras by three metras, a five-minute warm-up period, okay. a three-person team of charmer, catcher, and counter, kind of like Quidditch, uh, and uh, that all worms must be returned to the ground after the contest, according to the British Association of Worm Length... Th- wor- Sorry, I'm going to repeat that. The British Association of Worm Length Supporters, or BALLS. <laughs> Yep, British Association of Worm Length Supporters, balls. So they D- got they got they got balls to go with their worms. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> do do you? We've heard of the British side, and sure, Canada has theirs too. But what are Americans doing, right? Yeah. Everyone's are classy. The Devon Worm Charming Festival, classy. Canadian Worm Charming Championships and Festival, charming. What's the American version? I was really hoping we we wouldn't have a version and just did better stuff with our time. It's called the American Worm Gruntin' Festival. (laughs) That's right, Gruntin', an apostrophe. Worm Gruntin' Festival in the town of Sop Chop, Florida. <laughs> what, sop, st- stop, drop, and chop, Florida? Sop Choppy, S-O-P-C-H-O-P-P-Y, Sop Choppy, Florida, is the American Worm Gruntin' Festival. Uh, they held the event since 2000. The event- None of these hoity-toity fiddles for them. Yeah, exactly. Just good old-fashioned gruntin'. <clears throat> yeah, the event includes a ball- and a crowning of the Worm Grunting King and Queen. Yeehaw! America. I wonder I if Tim the Toolman are... Taylor enters yeah. every year. And just, uh, <laughs> also, but Wilson is, is the charmer. I'll bet you the King and Queen both super attractive in any given year. That would be my assumption. Probably the best looking people at like that festival scene. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And that brings then to another wide world of Weird Sports! All Americans are so this is a podcast town. This brings the close of sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, Phil's going to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast at soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, leave us a comment. Follow us. I know you're all still listening on iTunes. We see the statistics, but please check out SoundCloud. And uh, you can tweet at us at sports3podcast.com. That's uh, at sports... No. You can tweet at us at sports3podcast. That's it. There is no dot com. No. Uh, Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Hey, Joel. Did you notice that I got through this entire podcast without saying something embarrassingly racist? Nope. Yeah. I did not stick my foot in my mouth like a damn dirty Pollock this time. Wait. Wait. Oh, damn it. have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.